Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. All right, friends. Well, today's episode is going to be a little different, a little unique. I just wanted to have a little fun on this one because I love running, especially trail running and long distance running, but I wasn't always able to do that. And that's actually what inspired me to become a health coach. But I've been a running coach for many years and I love it. I love helping people start from scratch. I also love helping people overcome injuries so that they can run long and strong. But a lot of times for me, when I'm out there running, I, I'm i not running anymore for speed or distance or really for competition. I just love that my body can do it. And I'm so grateful every time I go running. And it, it just... You know, there was a time where I couldn't walk around the block and that just, you know, and what's really funny is I did run uh, cross country a little bit in in high school. Really, it was just to get in shape for soccer. And then I, I did the triathlon team in college. But that actually, because of all the things I was doing, led me to my first burnout experience and learned how to kind of bounce back from that one time and then later on had another massive burnout experience, much more critical health issues. Um, anyhow, um, when I am out there running, I'm, I'm just finding that I tend to really process a lot of life. I let a, think about a lot of things and I realize that there are some things within just being able to get out there and run and do this is something that anybody can learn from. These are not things that I'm really imparting to you about running specifically, but about what I kind of learn when I come to life. I'm very much a philosopher when I run and I think about things. And um, so this is these are just kind of fun things that I hope that I can impart to you and even inspire you to Maybe you don't like to go out and run, but maybe there are things that you can do for extended period of time. This is really where I find that when you enter into something for an extended period of time, maybe it's painting, maybe it's reading, maybe it's long walks or hikes or doing something that really unlocks your creative place, the state of flow that you can get into without being distracted. And that is something that I realized even when I couldn't do much that I still need that space of flow. So even when I was completely exhausted and fatigued, I needed to enter into these places. And maybe my state of, you know, stepping into flow was more like 20 minutes because I didn't have a lot of brain power. Um, It still would give time to reflect and really go deep. So I love this quote from Nelson Mandela. He says, running taught me valuable lessons. In cross-country competition, training counted more intrinsic ability, and I could compensate for a lack of natural aptitude with diligence and discipline. And I applied this in everything I did. 
and we know that he certainly did. So it really pays off to kind of have these places of extended focus. All right, so my first life lesson from long distance running is that it's better to go slow than it is to go fast. (laughs) And this is something that actually has gained a lot of possibility and excitement and notoriety in the running realm in more, well, it depends on where you've been, but you know, last 30 years for sure, is that in order to become a faster runner, slow running is actually really powerful. It builds your mitochondria, it builds your capacity to burn fat, it builds your capacity to go longer, and as you do that, your oxygen levels increase and your cardio levels increase, and it actually causes you to become a faster, stronger runner when you first start doing slower runs. And a lot of times in life, it's so much like that. It's if you try to approach something from a really fast way, like I need to get this done or I need to do this quickly, da, 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 it can burn you out quickly. And, you know, when in a running, if you run really quickly, you have about 90 seconds of glycogen in your system when you go fast. And so you can do, that's why, you know, 100 meter dash and small runs and sprints, you can do all out, but you can't carry that all out pace the entire time. Now, the people who carry a fast pace for like a a marathon, let's say, what they've done is they've actually built their engine to be able to go that long, but they built it from a slow period of time and they got faster and faster and faster. And they're We call this in running, we have a zone one, zone two, zone three, four, and five. Five is like all out extreme short bursts. Well, if my zone two running is a 15 minute mile and someone else's zone two running is a five minute mile, it still is our zone two running. And so I have to really focus on what my personal zone two running is. So if my personal body, mind, capacity can run, let's just use a number 10 minute mile at zone two, which is my aerobic zone, which is my conversational zone, which is kind of the lower gear. If you have a stick shift, it's like, you know, driving in your level two. And if that's the case, then I need to stay in that zone. I need to stay in my lane. And that brings me to the another the other piece that I've learned in running is you've got to stay in your lane. Whereas in let's just say soccer because I used to be a soccer coach and I used to play soccer. When you're playing soccer, it's very much a team sport. But in life, we it, we we are both a team and we are individuals. And if we get caught up in looking to the left and to the right and saying, "Oh, well, that person does such and such, and it affects their life in this way," then I. I really don't get anywhere. You are the only one that has your history, your past, your life, and your body, your mind. And so, you know, I've had clients even come to me before and going, that girl can eat pizza just fine. Why is that? And she doesn't gain any weight, but I do. Well, you have a different body. You have a different life. You have a different set of emotions and things coming through you. You handle stress very differently resilience is a really big deal, you know, and all of the factors 
are carry into our today. So what I loved about cross country and running especially like long distance groups or races is that I'm running my own race in those situations and a PR is a personal record against myself not against somebody else it's something that I am saying you know what if I ran this race in 30 minutes last time but this time I ran it in 29 that's a big deal that's a big shift But so what if someone else did it in 15 minutes and someone else did it in 45 minutes? Those would be, you know, various 5K times, three miles. Some people run three miles in 15 minutes and some people 45 and some people an hour. You can't compare what someone else's journey is up against yourself. And similarly, in life, you can't compare someone else's capacity to handle something or their way of doing life or the way that they actually, you know, maybe they can eat a certain type of nutrition or they can, you know, do certain things and live life really fast and really hustling, bustling. Well, I'll tell you, you never know what's happening behind the scenes. You really, really don't. You don't know if somebody's getting exhausted behind the scenes and they look like they're not, you know, or you don't know what's going to happen down the road. All you know is what you have in your capacity right now and you've got to listen to that you've got to listen to your body and this brings me to point number three is listening to your body this is something that I love talking about a lot whether you are a runner or whether you are facing deep burnout or whether you are just living life you have to listen to your body your body is actually telling you signals and things every day It's saying, hey, I've got energy today. Let's go for it. Or it's saying, "Um, I'm not feeling it today. I am really not feeling it. And man, you know, that that is a hard thing to listen to in in life (laughs) is going, oh, come on. My my brain feels up for it. Let's go. Um, One time I I thought, you know what? I just want to press past it and I want to keep going. And I ended up injuring myself during a long run. And I was like, you know, that was so dumb. It took me a couple of months to heal from that injury just because I was stubborn. And I said, you know, I'm not going to do that again. It's just not worth it. And similarly in life, when you are noticing your body saying no, listen to it. And it will actually do you a better job at facing those things down the road If you say no to things your body says, I can't do it today, you build a trust relationship. And similarly, when you're when you're running, you know, if you're going, you know, yesterday, last week I could do this run, but today I'm just not feeling it. You never know if it's mental, if it's emotional, if it's uh, physical, something hormonal or something going on in your body. Or maybe it's the weather. You know, the weather can deeply change it. Maybe it's stress-related. Maybe it's, you know, things going on or you're not getting enough sleep. There's all these different factors that affect you in your run, and they affect you just the same in life. And so you kind of go, it's worth it to listen to what your body is saying, okay? On the flip side, so that's on kind of holding holding back when your body needs to but on the flip side long distance running one thing that I have learned so deeply is the power of having a goal and persisting towards it 
this is one of the things that I love having a, a race to do. And I don't really do racing anymore, per se, for time. Uh, maybe I will again, but right now the season I'm in, I just enjoy having it because I know when I have a, a race on my calendar, I will train differently in my life. And I have noticed that same thing when people have a goal in their life that they're headed towards, it changes the way you approach life. And so many people kind of drift through life. And when you're, you know, and it's okay when you have seasons where you're drifting through, but because you might need that. But when you're ready for it, having even just a small goal, let's say, okay, your small goal right now is a 5K. Just having that kind of causes you to get up each day and go for that run. And similarly, whether it's a business goal, a family goal, a creative goal, a a weight loss goal, or a health goal, any goal in your life, when you have it, even if it's small, again, it causes you to do something. It causes you to shift a little bit. And it actually, when you write the goal down and you commit to it with another person, you are 10 times more likely by all the studies to actually do it because now there's something in front of you and something that I've, I've seen happen is that I grow personally as a human being when I have those goals set up for me because it causes me to, on a hard day, get up and do it. On a good day, I go a little further. On you know the days that I really wouldn't have done it otherwise, I get up and do it. And so being persistent and reaching those goals really transforms every area of your life. So I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this and you're going, well, I not really want to be a runner, but again, this is about how it kind of connects to your life. Pick one goal. One goal in one area you'd like to go after, write it down and tell one person. Or if you're really bold, post it on social media. And just see what happens if you progress towards it. And look, if you don't make it, like I've had races that I've had to cancel because whatever, different things in life happened. But this is what I did. You know what? It's all about the journey. You know, when I I trained for a marathon um, a year or two ago and I wasn't able to do the actual race, but I ended up doing it separately because I couldn't do the race itself that weekend. And But it was all about the journey getting there. I mean, getting up, doing the long runs, going out there, really transformed uh, the way I approached all the different places in my life. Okay, so it kind of teaches you to, to push past what your ordinary limits are. And as they say, you know, I shot for, uh, shot for the stars and I hit the moon. But you know what, if you weren't shooting for the stars, you wouldn't have hit the moon and probably wouldn't have even gotten off the ground, right? So um, that is a, a just a, such a powerful lesson in doing that. And lastly, what I have learned is the capacity to transform my body and how that affects everywhere else in my life. When I, again, I always talk about, you know, not being able to walk around the block and getting exhausted and fatigued and really worn out at at the little things. But as I realized that wherever you are in life, you have to kind of 
you have to strengthen your body. You have to move your body. And that could mean very little things. It could be a long thing. But increasing your physical resilience increases your mental emotional resilience. So even if you can walk around the block and that's it, start there and increase from there. Because your body is actually created and designed to to increase strength on a regular basis. And as I did that, I noticed my mental sharpness, my emotional sharpness, and my overall resilience in everyday life, such as, you know, if intense stressors come up at work or relationships or various things, I have a much wider capacity to handle those things because I've strengthened my body and I also have an outlet and a release to release them out of my body through the running. And that doesn't mean you need to go out long distance running, but you might like swimming or strength training or, you know, stretching or biking or going on long walks and hikes. Anything that you can do to strengthen the movement of your body is going to strengthen your mind and your your heart and your resilience, overall resilience in every other area of your life. So I just want to encourage you in that to, you know, just get moving. Start with where you're at and slowly increase it. And if you want to go for a, a run and you want to learn how to do that, you can reach out and We'll show you some ways to do that in a healthy, progressive way that works with your body. And uh, and it's fun. So I hope you enjoyed some of these fun life lessons um, out on the trails. I always ponder them and think about, you know, it'd be fun to talk about these a little bit, just how it relates to life. Um, so my last one, this one is just kind of funny. I hit this the other day. This is what spurred the thought of this entire thing was... You know, sometimes it's better to take the road less traveled by. (laughs) To quote Robert Frost, there's always an easier road to take. There's always a smaller road to take. And whenever I'm out on the trails, I look at the one that's flat and look at the one that's small and goes up the hill. And the other day I decided, you know, I'm tired today. I'm going to go down instead of up. (laughs) And I laughed so hard because I went down, 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 down. And what that meant was the up was about twice as intense on the other side of that down because I still had to go up either way. And if I had taken the gradual uphill, I would have had a lot less harder of a road to take. And just because everyone else was going down, um, I thought it would be easier. So I ended up laughing and thinking, you know, sometimes life is like this. When we watch where everyone else is going and it looks like it's the easier path, Sometimes it's not. So want to encourage you, you know, take the road that is really in your heart to take. Well, you know, as long as it's not harmful to anybody. Um, and it might end up working out even better for you. And if, if not, going up hills is strengthening for the entire body. So, um, you know, doing things that are a little bit more challenging, build resilience and build your strength and your stamina um, in whatever area they're in. So... All right, guys, enjoy. Until next time, (laughs) bye-bye. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching 
or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.